Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house. Oh, and no contracts, services month to month. Get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on start a podcast. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Business Podcast, your source for all things business. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, today I have Peter Lehrman on the line. He's CEO and founder over at Axial. Peter, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. All right. So uh, excited to get into today's topic. So um, we're going to talk about a lot, a lot of, first off, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening to this. And um, some of them are looking for some advice or looking for ways to do deals. And uh, we're going to talk about buying small businesses, selling small businesses. What's the secret sauce? How do you do that? Um, but before we get into that, for some context, let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing over at Axial. Tell us a little bit more about your company, please. Yeah, Adam. So um, I started Axial about a little more than 10 years ago now. It's an online software platform that is used by people buying and selling uh, privately held companies, small businesses. Most of the businesses are worth somewhere between five and $25 million. Um, and it's a, a marketplace on the internet where the buyers and sellers can find one another, can connect with one another, and can exchange information confidentially um, to uh, to buy businesses or to sell a business. So it's used by a lot of entrepreneurs who are looking to buy companies. It's used by a lot of entrepreneurs that are thinking about exiting their business. Um, and we're focused 100% on uh, American companies for the time being, with the majority of the focus on businesses that are owned either by a family or owned by a founder, as opposed to businesses that are owned by you know a big professional corporation. Man, that's awesome. And what an amazing vantage point you have being behind the scenes on a marketplace and really seeing the kind of deals that are happening and the kind of things that people are interested or excited and, you know, what, what the market's saying in terms of uh, acquisition. So, um, I mean, it's a big topic. So, uh, I, I, let me ask you a loaded question, Peter. So what's the secret sure. sauce? How do you do it? Buying and selling businesses. Talk to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's, you know, obviously, uh, so, you know, the, the best way to maybe, I guess, think about that, you know, there's a couple things that are, that are germane to both sides, but I think it breaks down to being, you know, to sort of figuring out what side you want to talk about first, right? And when you're looking to buy businesses, there's a couple of different types of buyers of, of, of private companies. There's the entrepreneur buyer, right, which is a buyer who's going to be buying one business and then plans to sort of own and operate that business. And then there's the more professional buyer of businesses, which typically break out into one of two categories. They're either a financial buyer of businesses like a private equity firm where they go out, they raise a pool of money, and they go out and try and buy a few businesses and make all of those businesses more valuable and sell them for more than they bought them, right? And that's, you know, sort of 
buying the right businesses, helping them become more valuable, and selling them for more than you bought them for, right? And that's their their business model. The other kind of professional buyer are, are you know, big corporations that are growing not just by growing their core products and their core services, but they're growing their businesses by making small acquisitions. That could be a company that, you know, operates childcare centers and they're going to make acquisitions of new childcare facilities in new parts of the country. It could be, you know, a company that owns a bunch of dentist businesses and is acquiring local dentists in different parts of the country. Or it can be a company like Facebook, which is going out and making acquisitions like Instagram, you know, uh, something like that that we all sort of know and understand. But, you know, the secret sauce, I guess, when you're a buyer, um, I, you know, there's a couple things that go into it. I'd, I'd say two things are really, really, really important. The first is you have to know and pick a niche where you're going to be focused and where you feel like you can confer an advantage as the buyer on, on the process, right? If you just indiscriminately are looking for businesses to buy, it's going to be very, very hard for you to be competitive with more specialized buyers. So I think, you know, you could spend all day talking about this, but picking a niche as a buyer of businesses is totally critical. It can be a regional niche, it can be a town, it can be an industry, but there's got to be something specific about how you're going to buy and operate businesses that uh, that's going to make you a, a competitive and interesting buyer for a seller to engage with. And I think the second thing that's the most important thing, uh, other than having a clear niche to focus on, is just having a really significant pipeline of opportunities to look at. So one of the things that's really interesting about buying private companies that's totally different than buying stocks and bonds is you can never buy a company where you don't have a relationship with the CEO. Right? You can't just go out mm. and buy a company because you feel like buying a company. But if you or I wanted to, we could get off this phone call right now. I could log into my you know online brokerage account and I could go buy 100 shares of Google or Tesla or Facebook. I don't have to meet Mark Zuckerberg. I don't have to meet the guys at Google. I don't have to meet Elon Musk. I can go and buy a little small piece of their company by buying some shares. That's not the way that buying small businesses works. So the way that you go about building a pipeline of lots of small business deals to look at is really, really important because if you only see a couple of deals and you're looking to buy businesses, you have you're always tempted to sort of buy the business that, you know, that you see first. If you see hundreds and hundreds of businesses every year, if you're able to look at lots of different types of companies that are for sale in your niche, then you can become much, much more selective about, okay, this is the right kind of business for me to get excited about. Here are the characteristics of the business that I've really come to learn and understand and appreciate. And this is one that I want to spend a lot of time on. So, Having a process and a plan by which to build a lot of deal flow. It's called deal flow. That's kind of the, the term in, in the industry where you're seeing lots and lots of deals. Lots of opportunities are coming to you, whether they're being referred to you by an investment banker or a local entrepreneurial, you know, in, in a sort of community. There's just, you've got to find a way. And, and, and part of what we want to do at Axial is make that easier, right? So the Axial platform is used by thousands of buyers to, to, to find deals and, and to build, build deal flow. But there's lots of ways to do it. And there's lots of ways to skin the cat. And the most important thing is, is, is to skin the cat. You don't have, you can do it in lots of different ways, but people who only see a few deals, uh, typically are more tempted to make 
a decision without the benefit of having lots of alternatives to look at. And you typically make a more disciplined set of acquisitions when you have lots of options as opposed to only a few. So that's kind of the two key, two, two key things on the buy side. And there's a couple, you know, bits of secret sauce on the sell side, but they're, they're kind of a separate topic. So I figured I'd take them one by one. So, um, first off, I love this idea. And, and an interesting part on my end is, uh, as you say this, so I, I haven't bought and sold um, businesses. However, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I pitched it as a part of my plan. So maybe, you know, we do a lot of, uh, we do a lot of podcast, uh, marketing and agencies. And that, I mean, that's our bread and butter. So we host, and, and I'm always told, like, you know, that's another way to grow, right? So you buy another agency, you do other things like mm-hmm. that. And I've always seen it. And now that you, when you say it like that, like the way you just explained it, it even just clicked in my head because I never really looked took it as a serious strategy for my business growth um because i always thought it was a little bit uh, because i didn't know it right but then i think about what you described you just described real estate you just you just now described don't buy the first house that you see look at a hundred of them and make sure and you have to make sure and now real estate might be a lot easier because you go on the on a website they might go on zillow you might look at a hundred in your area but the cool thing about what you're doing at Axial is that, in my opinion, is that you're making it as easy as when you go out there to purchase a house. At least you have that deal flow. One of the tricky things is, and I feel like the idea of buying or even selling your business is always kind of like behind that guarded thing to where you can never really like, because you can't just go and check um, something as easy as, let's say, a Zillow, right? Um, and, and it's a little, and it's more complex, obviously, than purchasing a house. Well, depending on the size of real estate deal, I should say. But yeah. um, so it depends, and again, whether you're doing commercial. But I'm just talking about your regular, let's say, a single family home, whatever. Um, but I get it, and it makes a lot of sense um, how you're doing this, and it makes a lot of sense in terms of a strategy for people maybe that haven't considered, you know, how that fits into their overall growth, whether they want to buy revenue, whether they want to buy client acquisition, whether they want data, mm-hmm. whether they, I mean, there's tons of different reasons more than the more than we're going to fit in a 15 minute podcast but i do want to spend some time on the sell side of it and because i know there's also sure. some people listening right now that didn't know that there was maybe a marketplace or somewhere they could dip their toe in the water so to speak and maybe they haven't been down this process or maybe it's a business they've been holding on for 20 years and they're finally thinking about like you know they're retiring or something so let's spend a little bit of time on the sell side yeah sounds good so uh, you know on the sell side you know, the, the way to think about it on the sell side, and when I say the sell side, I mean this is a, a business owner who's thinking about selling, you know, her business, right? And so the, the secret sauce there, um, I think it breaks down into, um, you know, maybe three areas as opposed to the two that I mentioned on the buy side. The first area uh, is understanding that the financial readiness of your business. In other words, your ability to present the financial performance of your business to different prospective buyers is one of the linchpins in the whole process. If if a buyer cannot become confident that your financial statements are accurate and accurately characterize the financial performance of your business, they can't get all the way into the end zone and buy your business. It's just, they've got to feel confident that when you say my business did $7,300,040 in revenue last year and did $1.7 million in pre-tax profit, they've got to be confident that that is correct. And you have to have the tools and the means and materials by which to, to verify that for them. So what a lot of buyers do 
is they commission what's called a quality of earnings uh, report before they buy a business. So the seller says, you know, my business did, you know, one and a half million dollars in pre-tax profit. They say, okay, let's agree to, you know, buy the business for eight million dollars, nine million dollars. Shake hands. You sign an agreement that says, you know, we're planning on selling the business according to the following price and the following terms. And in that agreement, you'll very often see the buyer say, you know, this agreement is subject to a quality of earnings audit in which we will scrub the books and records of the business and make sure that the financial statements as they have been presented to us are in fact correct. And so if, if you as the seller have just left your sort of financial books and records and, and you've just left those in a state of disrepair or you've been helter skelter uh, about just sort of you know, the accounting principles that you use, uh, you know, to, to keep track of things, it is going to uh, come back to haunt you when you get ready to sell your business. And so if that is your current status quo, just budget the time and budget the expense to get things pulled together. It can take easily six months to get it organized, but you do not want to go and try and sell your business if you don't have your ducks in a row from a financial preparedness and, and financial quality presentation perspective. So that's maybe it's a secret, maybe it's you know obvious, but that I would consider to be secret sauce, you know, point number one. Every entrepreneur tries to sell a business without good books and records sales. Oh Second, wow. Yeah. It, it's it, like it, rent it, roll. It's like I collected this much in rents, well show me and you don't have the rent the rent roll. Well, I promise. You can't that doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> you're saying trust me, that doesn't work. Go ahead. It's, it's, it's like selling your house and then, you know, the person says, you know, where's the deed that proves you own the house and you go, Oh, you know, my dog ate it. You know, it's it's uh you you've got to be able to to, to you know, when a buyer is buying your company you know, they're buying a lot of things, right? They're buying your brand. They're buying the mm-hmm. team. If you're going to stay on as part of the acquisition, they're buying you and probably retaining you. But they're also buying the financial performance of the business in the future, right? And the mm-hmm. financial performance in the future is usually somehow related to to the financial performance of the past. So if they can't rely on that, it's really, really, really unlikely that they're ever going to get uh, to the point where they're, you know, ready to make the wire and, and, and do the deal. So that's point number one. Point number two is um, you have to have options if you want to re- if you want to realize the full or near full value of your business. So um, what I mean by that, and when I say options, is you really want to have multiple buyers, serious, m- credible, relevant buyers at the table uh, looking at the opportunity simultaneously. Not side by side, not like on Shark Tank where they're all next to one another and they can collude with one another, but you want mm-hmm. to have active dialogue going on one by one by one with multiple credible buyers at the same time. Because if a buyer makes an offer on your business and either smells or senses or is able to uncover that they are the only buyer at the table, it's much, much, much easier for them and much, much harder for you to -hmm. negotiate your way to the full value of your business. It's the same thing with a house, right? Mm-hmm. You have a house, you think it's worth a million bucks, you put it on the market for a million dollar asking price, and you know, you know, some knucklehead comes along and says, How about a half a million dollars? And 
There's nobody else looking at it. You don't have any other foot traffic to it. Um, you know, what are you going to do? Either you're going to say no to him or you're going to have to sell it for a half a million dollars, right? So you have to have a plan by which to engage multiple credible buyers and engage them at the same time. You mentioned Zillow, right? Zillow is a great tool that real estate agents use to reach a large audience of potential home buyers all at the same time, right? That's how they drive foot traffic when they get a listing. So when you are selling your business, you need a plan for how to do that too. So again, we like to think that Axial is a tool that can be used in this regard. If you are thinking about selling your company, Axial provides free tools to confidentially share the fact that your business is for sale. It's not a listing, so you don't have to tell the whole world that your business is for sale, which is the way that Zillow is set up. It's actually a a private listing where you get to decide who gets to know that your business is for sale, and you get to approve them in advance. And so whether it's using Axial or whether it's researching a whole bunch of databases or going onto the Internet and figuring out who might be interested in buying a business like yours, as an entrepreneur running a company, if you want to sell your business for near its full value or or its full value or maybe more than its full value, you need to have multiple buyers at the table uh, in order to drive a good auction process. So secret sauce number two, have a plan for how you're going to get multiple buyers to the table um, at any given time. And um, and then the third uh, secret sauce is, you know, is just, you know, selling a business is a big, it's a big process. It's a big, you know, it's a big deal and there's expertise associated with it. There's legal expertise, there's accounting expertise, um, there's a whole industry of, uh, called investment banking, um, where some of the professionals in the investment banking industry dedicate their lives to advising owners of businesses on how to sell their business. And they actually engage in that process in many ways, quite similarly to the way a real estate agent helps you sell your house. Um, some of those investment bankers are good. Some of them are bad, just the way some real estate agents are good and some real estate agents are bad. The point that I'm making is that if you think as a business owner that you know everything there is to know about selling your company, the CPA work, the tax work, the tax planning, the tax efficiency, the estate work, the way to minimize tax obligations, the way to transfer ownership in your family. I mean, there's just so much work to be done. And if you think you know all of that and you somehow understand all the legal nuts and bolts and you know, all the tax planning, you know, uh, opportunities, as well as the best way to negotiate with different kinds of buyers, you're really, you're setting yourself up to be sort of way out over your skis. Um, because when you're running a business, you have a full-time day job running the business. And now if you try and sort of sell the business without retaining any sort of help, you're just, you know, you're just, you're just sort of setting yourself up for sort of, you know, risks left and right. And, um, so I think the third sort of bit of secret sauce is, you know, be humble about what you know and what you don't know. Be humble about where you're an expert. You're probably a real expert on your business and your customers and your products. You're probably not a real expert on how to sell businesses, how to prepare from a tax perspective, et cetera. And, um, you know, do do the work to find people uh, in an advisory capacity who, who can be genuinely helpful to you as part of that process. Um, if you do those three things, if you have multiple buyers at the table, if you have good help, you have good advisors, um, 
and your financial books and records are in a good condition, I mean, you've really, you know, you're, you're ready. Your, 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 your ability to sell, you know, sell the business is, you know, there's always risk on the table when you're trying to, trying to do a big deal like this, but you've really done the three key things that sort of put you in the best position to, to have a successful sale, to be happy about the outcome. Uh, you know, and to feel like you didn't leave a ton of money on the table just because, uh, you know, you weren't, um, you know, sort of hitting the key, you know, the really key priorities before, uh, before going to the, the sale, the sale table. It's, it's, that's that's awesome. Nice. That's awesome. So Peter, that being said, um, I can talk to you about this all day long, but we're about out of time. So if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Axial because they're looking at buying or selling a business, I mean, what's the best way for them to connect with your brand? Uh, we're, I guess we're more old school than some of these other brands. We, we, um, we still refer people overwhelmingly just to our website. We have so much information there. Um, and, uh, it's probably the best place for someone to just dig in. It's axial.net. That's A-X-I-A-L.net. Uh, there's just lots of content there. All of our content and tools and, you know, downloadable, uh, you know, white papers and stuff like that. None of it, you know, we don't charge for any of that. It's all there to help inform both buyers and sellers, uh, on, uh, the process, on, on how we help, on how others help. So that's, that's a place to go to learn a lot. And then on that site, axial.net, we also link out to a whole bunch of other third party resources that we have combed through and curated and that we think are good, reliable sources of third-party information on, on buying and selling businesses. So Axial.net, that's a good place to go. Uh, we do have Instagram and Twitter and all the rest, but I think the website does. Fantastic. Well, Peter, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great stuff that you're doing over at Axial. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Business, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. Um, always love to connect with you there on the, on the old YouTube channel. And Peter, thanks again for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks, Adam. That was great to be with you.